This is Billy from Fever Hill, and you're watching the Brutally Delicious Podcast. One, two, three, the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Ooh, the Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. So cool. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time. My Let's uh, We can just jump right in. Let's talk about Fever Hill right from the get-go here. Um, sure. So follow me down, I guess is due in late spring. I've been jamming Trapped Under Lies for the last couple of days prepping for this thing, and I absolutely really love it. Um, what's been the reception to it so far? Um, the reception overall has been really good. Um, you know, people have so far had lots of good things to say. There's been almost no, um, you know, negative criticism, which, you know, um, usually in these situations, uh, you know, there's there's always going to be people that, you know, don't like it or don't buy in or whatever the case. But for the very, very, very most part, um, I think the only criticism we've got so far is that uh, we didn't put the lyrics for the song. on the oh, really? Platform. Yeah, that was the only real thing. And I actually uh, I started to do that last night and I just haven't had a chance to finish it. But, you know, for those for those who are interested in that, the lyrics will be posted by the evening for the all the streaming platforms. So I said, oh, really? But I guess it kind of makes sense in maybe a Fever Hill kind of way because you guys, I was reading your bio, are definitely into and have sort of a message about body shaming. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, so um, I'm, I'm a big man. And, um, you know, the, the stereotypes in music have always been you have to have a certain look. You have to have a certain appearance and things like that. Um, what I really love about what's going on in popular culture now is, uh, we're, you know, things are starting to get away from that more. And uh, I feel like people are, you know, more focused on instead of the outward appearance, sort of, you know, what 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 makes somebody and, um, you know, more about who they are as a person rather than what they look like. So, you know, I've, I've been big most of my life. And I mean, I'm not going to say that I've, I've dealt with any kind of discrimination necessarily, but you know, um, it's definitely something that, that kind of sits in your mind, especially when you're trying to, uh, you know, get out there in front of the public, people have perceptions and, you know, things like that. So we're just trying to, you know, it's funny, we had a conversation yesterday, um, with the band with the band, uh, and we all kind of agreed, like, we're not really interested in making one person, you know, the focal point of our band, uh, in any aspect, because as far as we're concerned, we're a team unit, we're a brotherhood and, everybody's role in the band is equally as important. So even with our, our stage show, um, you know, we've kind of devised this, uh, this sort of thing where, you know, I'm not standing in the front and constantly, you know, trying to draw attention to myself. I'm right. more interested in, in, in the band getting the attention and everyone sort of being able to shine um, individually, but also as a collective unit so that the, the band speaks for itself. I don't speak for it. That's interesting. And I mean, I think what you're, what you're doing is very timely because of the, the weird internet culture that we live in and all these, you know, haters and bullies and you see all that online, but it also, I think while it's timely, it's probably, do you feel a sort of responsibility and is that responsibility sometimes too much? So I take responsibility for myself and for my own doing. Um, certainly, you know, I, I care about others. And, you know, if I've always said, I've always said, you know, different people measure success differently to kind of your, to, to speak to your point. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, as long as with my art, if I can make a positive impact on just one person in their life, 
then I've done my job as, as, a, as an artist and as a, a musician. And certainly like if anyone can relate to, you know, my own struggles and apply it to them or find that, you know, inspiring in some way in their lives, then, you know, absolutely. But, you know, I don't really consider myself sort of, uh, it's, it's hard to hold myself responsible for the, you know, the, the doings of the, uh, of the world and the universe, but right. certainly I'm willing to do my part. Um, if that becomes necessary to, to kind of get it out there and, and, you know, like I said, to try to make a positive impact on someone's right. life. Do you find it therapeutic and maybe even cathartic when you're writing those lyrics? Um, so, yeah, the thing is, so uh, being honest with you, I do, we do work with producers, um, but all of the lyrical content and the subject matter comes from my own experiences. And certainly I add my, you know, my parts to it and things like that, but I don't write music arbitrarily. Um, I'm also a guitarist. I'm also a drummer. I'm also a bass player. And I've had a big hand in writing almost everything that, you know, we have that's going to be on our, on our, our album coming. I actually, we, we got a release date for it. I'm not going to announce it yet, but, um, you know, it's for me, it's, it's, yes, it allows me to express myself and how I feel because again, I, I just, I don't write music for the sake of writing music. It, it needs to speak to me and hopefully it speaks to others as well. So on that same point, then do you ever feel like you've, put too much of yourself in it or been too vulnerable in your music? Or is that not a thing you consider? No, absolutely. You know, um, the thing is, is I believe there's a difference between a musician and an artist, right? So you have, you have people who play music and then you have people who express themselves through their music to create art. Right. So I consider myself an artist in that, in the fact of I put everything that I have emotionally, mentally, and yeah, it can be exhausting sometimes, especially, you know, sharing such personal things of my life, um, with perfect strangers, you know, it, it, even when we perform like a lot of these songs and even in previous bands and material that we've had in different projects and stuff, like it takes everything out of me. Like once, you know, once we get out of there, out, out there and, and, and play, um, and then at the end of the set, I'm usually just exhausted and, and it usually takes me a good 10 or 15 minutes to, you know, get my face wiped off, collect my thoughts, paint on a smile and start talking with everybody. So yeah, it's, it can be very taxing emotionally, but you know, I'm, I've been become very good at compartmentalizing things. You know, we, we've all gone through trauma. We all have things that have, you know, sort of affected us negatively and, and, you know, kind of mold who we are, but I've tried to take those things and, and focus them into a, a media where, I can grow something positive from the negativity I've dealt with over my life. Right. Then I imagine, you know, the connecting with the fans and after you're done and compose yourself is pretty amazing and intense. It's, right? inc it's incredible. Um, I'm a, I'm a people person. I really, really enjoy, um, you know, speaking with people and, 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 you know, engaging with people. Um, over the years, I've gotten a little bit better about, you know, sharing experiences, you know, cause there's always fans that want to know, like, what was this song about? And, you know, um, where were you at mentally? And, and, you know, it takes a little, it takes a little getting used to, you know, because again, you're sharing or I'm sharing, you know, my life and my experiences via my music. And then, you know, oftentimes you have to kind of re-explain things, which is fine. I love people. Um, I'm, I'm totally okay with speaking to anyone because it's not just through my music that I try to, to, to leave good impressions. 
but in my personal life as well, if, if I can share something with somebody that perhaps is uplifting to them, um, then I'm okay with that too. But it's, it's taken some getting used to. Yeah. And I mean, and that's amazing that you do that because in the, you know, the last couple of years, we're all in this weird fucked up sort of mode and any kind of positivity you can glean from anywhere, I think is, is quite amazing and useful. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I say this every once in a while, you know, before COVID, um, cause you know, I, in my daily life, I work with the public and, and before COVID, like, you know, people were difficult to deal with kind of in, um, you know, just a general a generalized manner of speaking. Right. And then during COVID, like right in the height of it, like everybody was just so, you know, endearing and, you know, we're coming together and everybody wants to be helpful. And then now that it's sort of in the aftermath of it, you know, I really feel like it's, it's almost kind of worse now, you know, you have to be very careful what you say and how you say it to people, which is fine because, you know, we should all respect how the other person feels and that's great. But I think that we also kind of, um, you know, myself included have suffered from some short-term memory loss of, of what things were like when we were all locked down and, and the world basically just closed. And, um, you know, it would be nice if we can kind of, remember some of that in our day-to-day just being kind to people man that's 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 really what it boils down to just treating people with respect you can respectfully disagree with how someone feels or what someone thinks without being just a complete piece of shit about it you know yeah i mean it's it's the golden rule from when you were a little kid right it's absolutely it's fairly simple right and people forget about that sometimes i think more what we found is that in my personal opinion I'm, i'm no expert on the matter but you know, when we were spending so much time in our homes, we had so much time to ourselves to like really think and process these things that we probably, you know, in, in the scheme of our day-to-day lives, didn't really have time to think about or think or time to deal with. You know, we saw depression just absolutely skyrocket from all the isolation and stuff. And what I really think it is, is people are just now going back to their lives, but um, also dealing with the things that they had to deal with or they had the time to deal with and still really not knowing how to cope. Um, But I feel like, um, I feel like with time and some patience, we can all get to where we need to get. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, So fever Hill, are you guys planning on taking this out on the road anytime soon or is that too early? Um, It's too early to tell right now. I mean, obviously the ultimate goal is to be able to, you know, to, to do some shows outside of our own market we do have some things that are sort of um, in motion. We're really just trying to see how all of this goes. Um, you know, we have right now, we have eight songs that are scheduled for release with our album. We're going to release another single as well uh, in the interim. But what, what I have or what we have in this band, in my opinion, versus what we've had in previous projects and things like that, because um, three of us are all from previous projects. We've been playing music together for over a decade this i can honestly say is probably the the these eight songs it's like one of those things like we don't write songs to be fillers like you know bands write hits and then you write some b-sides throwaways right just yeah just to take up space we have eight solid good well-written in my opinion incredible songs and um you know the 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 thing is is we've had all of covid 
because you know i don't know how much you know about us but we were a previous band um started in 2019 called posthuman and we've sort of spun off of that so we started recording these songs and writing these songs september of 19 so we've been sitting on these songs you know when when we released the video um, I released a statement with it um, to one of one of the media outlets. And, you know, basically it was, you know, this album is three years in the making and, and we're sort of we're paying attention to every single detail of every song, trying to make sure that we're producing the highest quality of product. So with that being said, we've been very stagnant on the outside, um, you know, but behind the scenes, we've been working very diligently and uh, the producer that we work with, his name is Kyle Odell, and um, he's phenomenal. Incredible songwriter, incredible producer, incredible friend. Um, so what we're trying to do is see what kind of a response we're going to get from these songs, and then perhaps sort of, you know, spring from there and figure out really what the, uh, the end goal is. I mean, the four of us all are professionals. We all have jobs. We're all married. You know, I have children. So we have lives aside from the band. And Obviously, you know, the, the goal is always to, to try to be able to make a living from from the music. And that would be great. Um, but we're we're more concerned about getting the material out there and seeing what the, what the, the response is before we just dive headfirst into uprooting our our lives and our families to hit the road. So are you planning on doing then, if I understand correctly, the, the single route where you're releasing a, a new single every four to six weeks as opposed to. You know, just like, hey, here's the full album and a, a We're gonna, along the way. So we've already released Trapped Under Lies. Um, right. I'm actually getting ready to announce on social media um, in the coming coming days that we're going to release another single on March 17th called Under My Skin. Um, and then I guess now's as good a time as any, but uh, the record Follow Me Down will be available in its entirety on May 19th. Okay. So going to release under my skin as the single just to kind of keep the momentum going a little bit right. uh, it wasn't really it wasn't really the intention when we set out because we were expecting to have a few more songs for this record but i think for the sake of as i was saying it being three years in total that you know we've been recording this we felt like okay you know what enough times passed we need to maybe let go of the reins a little bit and just get this thing moving Right. So um, we, we are basically, those are all from Trapped Under Lies to Under My Skin is eight weeks. And from Under My Skin till Follow Me Down, the whole record release is another eight weeks. So we're releasing, you know, pretty much every 60 days we're releasing content. Right. And um, as, it, as it happens, we're actually going to start work on our next record, uh, April 27th. Oh, nice. So we're just getting going. back to getting back to doing the record then. So there's a whole in today's society, I think, you know, the digital I want one single at a time. There's a whole art form that's almost lost in sequencing a record, correct? Absolutely. What was that like? Did... So I'm all right. So I've never I've never played music like to uh like a, a professional level, I would say. But you know, I've always been involved in music, at least somewhat what I call semi professionally, you know. Weekend warrior stuff. Right. My entire my entire adult life. Uh, I'll be thirty nine this year, and yes, like getting into the sort of this sort of new culture of music and how it's released. Just everybody's releasing singles like crazy. Uh, it's definitely a different animal for us, and we very well could have taken all eight of these songs and just released singles until the cows came home. Right. But we also believe that this record one song is an extension of another it's it's not a concept necessarily but 
um, I'll tell you, the majority of the subject matter has to do with um, my struggles with self-image and my struggles with addiction over the years. And um, I thought that we would be sort of selling ourselves short if we released these individually without being able to tie them all together. Um, you know, I've also had some, some, everybody's had relationship experiences over the years as well. And, um, you know, there's a lot of that subject matter as well, but this basically, this record just kind of goes through the waves of what my life was like before, um, I was able to really find myself and, and center myself. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes because my wife hears the songs and she's like, you know, is this, is this me? It's like, you know, no, this isn't you. This is me. You know what I mean? It's not, right. it's not like, and you know, it, it, it's, she's, she's been great. I, I, I'm a wonderful wife and she's been very supportive through this, but I imagine, I imagine it's been very difficult for her to, cause she hears everything obviously, but I imagine it's been difficult for her to, to kind of listen to some of this stuff and to try to, you know, sort of pick apart what exactly it is that I'm talking about. There's, you know, everybody's got a past, man. And in terms of relationships, I try to focus on my present and my future. But, you know, there's some things that I had to sit down and explain to her, you know, parts of my life that were very uncomfortable for me to explain uh, and very hard to talk about. So in all, it's been very therapeutic for me right. because it's allowed me to have these conversations and it's helped with my mental health. Um, and so I didn't see any reason to sort of jump onto that, that train of just releasing singles in perpetuity. Um, the album needs to be heard in my opinion. And that yeah. may sound arrogant. I don't mean for it. To no, be no, I think it's great. Cause you get that whole ebb and flow when you can create the atmosphere and the mood and the way you want it to be heard, especially sure. with the message. Yeah. And you know, a lot of these songs are very dark, um, you know, as far as, as far as the material that they're about and even the way that some of them are written. But again, the whole thing is to take that darkness and to be able to kind of shine a light on it for others. You know, there's plenty of people out there in the world that struggle with addiction. And, you know, maybe somebody doesn't know how to, how to process it. I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed in the fact that I was able to overcome that and, um, and to be able to, to continue to live a normal, happy life. Um, you know, I've had some health problems as well, and that's in some of the, the subject matter as well. And I'm also doing some things to, I'm doing lots of things to, to reverse that. It, it comes to a point in, in your life where you have to make a choice, right? So for me, my choice was, do I continue to kind of go down this path of self-abuse um, with either food or drugs or whatever it is, um, or alcohol, or do I want to see, for me, my my sort of, you know, flashing bright light moment was I have kids and I want to be able to see my children grow up and have families of their own or relationships of their own and, you know, lives of their own and be able to, to be a part of that. And, you know, I'm still a young man, but I'm not getting younger right. and not getting any healthier either. So I figured, um, this is, this is, that's, they are really my motivation, my wife, and my children, um, and that's why a I do what I do. That's an amazing story, and I congratulate you. But on the same token, there are so many people, like you said, are struggling or have, who can't get out or who have never made it out. And that's a sure. that's quite an accomplishment to actually be able to, you know, say, hey, for whatever reason, you know, your family, your wife, that's beautiful that you were able to get away from it. I appreciate that. You know, everybody's got their thing, and, um, you know, people still struggle. 
I'm all about, like I've said multiple times, man, I just, I want everybody to know that you are worth it. You are important. Your life has meaning. And uh, even if you can't see that meaning, there's meaning to it. And uh, again, if anything that I say or anything that I do can be helpful to somebody, that's, that's, it's very humbling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, you're giving me chills. That's beautiful. So well Thank put. You. So what is next for Fever Hill then? Are you just kind of the next single and then back to, you said, making new music? Yeah. So the next single, uh, like I said, March 17th, um, Under My Skin, um, great, great song. I mean, of course, I'm in love with everything I do, but right. um, really, really great song. Um, Julian Como actually uh, produced the um, the vocals with uh, for the song. And um, after that, we have the entirety of Follow Me Down. Um, Follow Me Down, obviously, is going to be the... Oh, well, Follow Me Down is the title track. There is actually a song called Follow Me Down. And, um, you know, it's an interesting song, too, because that song really... Uh, when I was writing that song, I was just kind of looking at myself in the mirror. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and when, when the song comes comes out, everybody will, everybody will kind of get it. It'll click. But, uh, yeah, so we're going back to write with Kyle in uh, April at the end of april we're, get, we're writing with him over a long weekend i'm sure there'll be another writing session between uh, then and the the you know the finishing of the second album i think we're pretty much for the time being until someone approaches us with any real you know kind of relevance and says okay we got to stop doing records we need to start doing singles that's just how we're going to keep going um, but this time around, I think we'll release three or four singles before we actually release the, the rest of the record. Do it a little bit differently since we're not so stretched out time-wise. Right. Nice. That's all I've got, my friend. I hope I didn't uh, drag it on too long or meander too much, but I enjoyed the conversation yeah. quite a bit. I did too. Thank you for your time. I'm sorry if I uh, you know, overly answered things. No, no, I appreciate that. And honestly, thank you for all that you do. I think we're all in need of that positivity and that message. So thank you so much. For the music and for the message. Yes. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Be well. Good luck with the record. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. What's up, everyone? This is Jay Reason, and I want to let you all know that Diablo Zen Podcast is now part of the Sound Talent Media family. Listen in as me and the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Lord Ezak, interview artists from the hardcore punk, metal, hip-hop scenes, and beyond. We have conversations with guests like actor Peter Green, DJ Muggs from Cypress Hill, L.A. street photographer Estevan Oriel, Jimmy G from New York City's legendary Murphy's Law, and pro wrestler Vampiro, to name a few. If you're a fan of good discussions and lots of laughs, tune in and join the fun.